In his book, The Impulse Society, author Paul Roberts notes a 2012 study on power where the subjects were set up in a two-person game of Monopoly. One player was given a lot of cash and the use of both dice, while the other player received only half the cash and one die. The game was intentionally skewed in its power distribution, and within minutes, the test subjects took the bait. Welcome to Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Hear new episodes every weekday and subscribe to our podcast at faithstrongtoday.com. Almost immediately, the subjects with more cash and dice, the high-status players, began acting noticeably different. They hogged the space at the table, made less eye contact, and took more liberties, such as moving the low-status players' gain pieces for them. And when it came to moving their own pieces, they were much more animated. Everyone knew the game was rigged, and yet within a few minutes, the roles crystallized, and the high-status players started pushing people around and acting like they had real power and position. The conclusion reached by the researchers? A little bit of power really does corrupt ordinary people, even when it's just a game. But let's not miss the real-life takeaway. If power corrupts ordinary people... Maybe before we're ever in a position of power, we need to be plugged into God's extraordinary love. Because if we don't, well, Jesus himself tells us what will happen. Luke chapter 14 verse 11. Everyone with a lofty opinion of who he is and who seeks to raise himself up will be humbled before all. And everyone with a modest opinion of who he is and chooses to humble himself will be raised up before all. Yes, words to the wise. And words that sound a lot like the heart of the Apostle Paul and the advice he gave to a young pastor named Timothy. As we journey towards the end of the New Testament, today we open the book of 1 Timothy. Like the previous nine books, this one is also a personal letter written by Paul, this time to the young pastor. Timothy was from the town of Lystra, the place where Paul was literally stoned and left for dead. It's believed that the miracle of Paul's survival may have been a key factor in Timothy's commitment to Christ. In any event, Paul and Timothy were very close. In fact, Paul refers to him as my own son in the faith, a fact that no doubt played a huge role in Timothy's high level of Christian maturity at such a young age. And it is to this young pastor that Paul models the surprising posture of a successful leader, one of humility. Chapter 1, beginning in verse 14. Oh, how generous and gracious our Lord was! He filled me with the faith and love that come from Christ Jesus. Timothy, my son, here are my instructions for you. Cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. Paul was an ideal example of a leader who lived in constant submission to God, totally in tune with his direction. Benjamin Franklin once said, He that cannot obey cannot command. And this is especially true when listening for and obeying the voice of God. 
In the book of Proverbs, we're told, Good leadership is a channel of water controlled by God. He directs it to whatever end he chooses. Good leadership is controlled by God. It is not hungry for power and does not leverage its power over others. It is humble, obedient, firm with conviction. It's a leadership style modeled by Jesus that comes straight from the heart of God. Taking you on a journey through the New Testament, this has been Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Subscribe to our podcast and join us on social media. All the details are at faithstrongtoday.com.